Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Jays Fit Down Podcast. I am your host, Jaden. And today we're going to be recapping wildcard weekend here in the 2023 playoffs of the NFL. But before we get started, make sure you guys check out our channel, subscribe if you haven't already. We're here on uh, YouTube, also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite audio podcasts, you can check us out there. Without further ado, let's begin. Let's get started. So uh, wildcard weekend kicked off with the Texans and the Browns, and also we had the Packers and Cowboys, which was on Saturday. And these games, both of these games were uh, upsets, I guess you could say, in a way, kind of. I mean, the Texans were not expecting to even be here this year, you know, uh, by many, but I did pick them to win a playoff game and get to the playoffs all the way in the offseason last year. And it's on one of these episodes of my podcast. So, <laughs> um, but I, you know, I just knew that with a young, talented team like this and with a, you know, a fiery head coach who's known for his defensive background and, you know, getting the best out of guys, you know, and um, you're going to be physical and aggressive. And, you know, I just knew a team like the Houston Texans, you know, they, they can make it because they have nothing to lose. You know, they had nothing to lose. They weren't supposed to be here um, and they end up making it here. So even if they did lose, it's like, well, it was, you know, we weren't even supposed to be here, but, you know, they kept fighting and they, they won very important games throughout the season that, you know, that they were supposed to win and end up getting them here. You know, CJ Stroud had played a great game. He had 275 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks, 157.2 QBR. Very impressive for a rookie in his playoff debut. I was very fascinated with how he was he was playing Bobby Slowick and offensive staff for Houston had a great game plan. Um, attacking that Browns defense. The pass rush for Cleveland was was pretty much non-existent in this game. Uh, I don't think Stroud was sacked once. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I mean, Miles Garrett didn't have much of an impact. I mean, you know, the, 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 the pass rush just really wasn't existent in this game for the Browns, and that ended up serving a problem because it, they gave up 40-something points to, um, the, to, to the Houston Texans. And uh, Joe Flacco, of course, his Cinderella story, his magical Disney run in ended uh, that night, you know, in Houston, you know, uh, he was supposed to be the savior, you know, lift the Browns out of out of this. The mess they've been in uh, for pretty much the majority of their existence as a franchise, um, and he couldn't do it, you know, uh, he couldn't do it. And that ends the story for Joe Flacco for this season. But, you know, it was, I will say this, man, kudos to him for coming out there and in the middle of the year and, you know, signing with them and playing them, getting them winning six games or whatever um, that he did, getting them to this spot in the playoffs. He was a big part of that as well, you know, because they lost a bunch of players to injury. So Nick Chubb, among others, so, you know, that was impressive to see him do that. But Texans get the win. They're going to play Baltimore in the divisional round next week. And I, you know, I picked the Ravens to win. I picked the Ravens to win the Super Bowl all the way, you know, like I, this, this has been my, they've been my pick the whole year uh, and I'm not changing it. You know, I think they're going to beat Houston. Uh, you know, they're going to beat them. That defense for Baltimore is very formidable. You know, can the Texans put up a, a competitive game possibly, but in the end, I think Baltimore will win this football game. Uh, so, but Hey, you know, great run for the, for the Texans and Stroud. I'm interested to see what they do against Baltimore this weekend. Um, and also, you get, like I said, you got the Packers and Cowboys. Packers ended up destroying Dallas in Dallas, you know, where the Cowboys have been undefeated at home since 2022, week one. Uh, they, I mean, 
the Cowboys just looked atrocious defensively. They couldn't stop anything. You know, guys were running no wide open and a bunch of coverage busts. And that Prescott, like usual, you know, just folded up and, uh, you know, played like the usual that that we know him to be in the playoffs. You know, Dakota, that Prescott, cowgirl, that Prescott. That's how he played. And uh, he, he just was awful through two picks. And he didn't really start playing, I guess, well, you know, stat-wise until the game was already out of reach. It was over. He just started stat-padding. So, uh, yeah, Cowboys get eliminated again. Mike McCarthy is most likely going to be fired, which he should be. Uh, Dak Prescott should no longer be the quarterback for the Cowboys, uh, if you're asking me. That's just my opinion. I think the Cowboys are trash, um, you know, uh, and a trash organization for, for keeping Dak Prescott around because he is just not a, a franchise quarterback. You know, he's not a franchise quarterback. He is a regular season player, and he cannot play. The ultimate goal in the NFL um, – for the good majority of teams and players is to win a Super Bowl and go to the playoffs, win a Super Bowl, you know, continue to build on that resume, right? Continue to build that up, make the Hall of Fame, whatever. Like, you know, that Prescott to me doesn't seem like that's one of his goals because he just does not play good at all. I mean, the Cowboys have a talented roster year in and year out. I mean, all these great players, they come in on offense, you know, guys like Michael Gallup and Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb and defensively, Michael Parsons, Deron Bland, Leighton Vanderesh, all these guys, um, you know, they have a talented roster. The, the problem is not talent for Dallas. It's, it's, it's just they just don't know how to win and how to compete when it matters the most, and they can't do it. They're, they're incapable of doing so, and, they, and they've shown this the last, like, you know, five, six years, especially since Dak's been a starting quarterback. So it's an issue. Um, and the only way it's going to get addressed is if Jerry Jones is not the owner anymore because he, for some reason, has this type of weird uh, affection for Dak Prescott. For like that could like throw seven interceptions in one game and like completely throw. He will keep. He was like, yeah, well, you know, Dak Prescott, he's he's our quarterback. He, you know, he's the guy who's going to continue to lead, lead us to the promised land. We have faith in him, and you know, it's all this stuff. It's like, dude, at what point are you going to sit down and? and understand that this guy is not this guy cannot do anything uh he is not a he's he's not an nfl franchise quarterback he's not a 40 million dollar quarterback he shouldn't get paid like one um so he he should stick to the the sleep um the mattress commercials what the you know this i don't even know what it's called whatever those sleep well commercials the the sleep number whatever it's called those mattresses he should stick to those because that's where he should be making the most of his money because in the nfl he should be really making no, this is my Dak Prescott rant. I'm not a. I, I really don't like Dak Prescott as a quarterback. Um, great guy, great, 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 humble guy. But on the field, he just cannot produce. So moving on for that note, uh, the Cowboy, uh, the the Packers. I mean, are going to advance to play to, to um, advance to play the San Francisco 49ers in the divisional round, and we all know San Francisco is going to clobber them. You know, now granted, you know, Dallas has a supposed good defense too. You know, uh, I mean, they do have, like I said, the talented players on their, de- on their defense, talented players overall, yet Green Bay put up 48 points. I don't think they're going to do that against San Francisco because San Francisco just, you know, they, they just are very formidable defensive units, led under Steve Wilkes. Um, so it's, uh, I mean, at most, like, the, the Packers might put up, like, maybe 14 or 20 points at the, at the max. I don't think they're going over that. You know, it's going to be a very tough game for Jordan Love, like in that, especially with no true dominant wide out right out there for them. Like, you know, Romeo Dobbs and, and Jaden uh, Davis, they're, they're, 
Um, they're talented players, but like you, you, you need a guy out there that's going to go out there and you know really if you're going to play teams like the 49ers, and they don't have that right now it's for the Packers. So I, I think the 49ers can win this game. I mean, they're they're my pick to go to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So uh, I, you know, I think they're going to win the rest of the way out. And then on the other side of the NFC, you got the Lions and the uh, Bucks will be playing each other in, in the division round. Bucks beat Eagles pretty badly last night on Monday night uh, football there. Uh, Eagles just look completely horrible. Guys were missing tackles. I mean, it was got a coverage buzz. Um, you know, this looked like nobody wanted to play football that night. It looks like everybody wanted to be home, you know, eating some ice cream and just uh, playing Fortnite or something like, you know, they, they didn't like they wanted to be out there. Um, and it showed Nick Sirianni and his staff. I mean, a lot of questionable co- there, you know, since the Eagles have been 10 and one earlier in the year, they just really have not been the same. I don't know what internally is the issue. Uh, what's going on. People could have attributed to coaching, attributed to Jalen Hurts, not being a vocal leader, this, that, and a third. And I don't know exactly what, what the, the main cause of it is, but there's something internal going on to where it's like that team just isn't, they don't want to play football. Football. They don't want to. They they don't want to win, uh, and it showed last night. So very disappointing for Eagles fans. But I think at this point, Jeffrey Lurie has got to make some moves um, in, in that in that office with uh, Nick Sirianni and in that coaching staff. You know, you got to do something. So that's my opinion. And on the other side, Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield looking pretty good. Baby Bake doing his thing, and you know. And it's crazy. It's like Mike Evans even have really one of his better games. You know, he had a couple of drops, potential touchdowns. Had really one specific play. It really should have been a touchdown. Baker left it right in the bread basket. He just dropped it. But I have a feeling he's not going to have that same type of performance against the Lions. Um, you know, in the divisional round. So, uh, yeah, I, I honestly think between this game, it's going to be hard to pick because the Bucks are very talented. They've gotten better, you know, in the latter part of the season and, you know, little things that they might have to clean up. But other than that, like if Baker has good protection and Dave Canales continues calling the, his, you know, that good offensive game plan that he had like against the Eagles, then um, who knows? Bucks could, <laughs> Bucks could end up winning this game. I mean, you know, it would be very cool to see that, you know, uh, see Baker take the Bucks to an NFC championship game. But I mean, realistically, I don't, I just don't know that's going to happen. Uh, granted, the Lions secondary hasn't been the best this year. Uh, that's something that, so if they're going to win, they're going to have to generate pressure with their front four. You know, they're going to have to get after the quarterback because they barely won against the Rams and Matthew Stafford the other night, you know, in the wild card and they, they by a point they won. So if, if, you know, you could argue a few calls went certain ways and this and that. So, you know, for the Lions, they're going to have to clean up on some stuff and they're going to have to generate pressure on Baker Mayfield if they're going to, um, you know, win this game. So that will be one of the more interesting matchups in the divisional, uh, in the divisional round. Uh, and then you split to the AFC. Again, we have the Chiefs and the Bills in the divisional round. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, we all know the script writers love it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Um, you know, so they get to hear Tony Romo, you know, glaze Patrick Mahomes for three hours. Yay. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we got the Bills and Chiefs and, you know, Bills really just, you know, killed the Steelers in a wild card. So, you know, a lot of people, everybody pretty much had the Bills win that game. So they're going to play Kansas City. The difference this time, though, Kansas City is going to be on the road in Buffalo. 
you know, they're going to be on the road in that, in that, you know, uh, cold Buffalo weather and, you know, uh, in that stadium and those loud crazy Bills mafia, you know, they pack out in the playoffs. So it's going to be a very interesting game. Um, uh, you know, the Chiefs really, if they're if they're going to win that game, they're going to have to make sure they don't have all the issues that were bothering them earlier in the year with the drops and all that stuff and inconsistent play from the receiver position. Um, they're going to have to that that can't be a, 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 an issue. Like everything's going to have to be work, working on the court. Defense is going to have to continue to, to play the way they've been playing because they pretty much have to carry Kansas City most of this year. And uh, you know it. Could be that way this time around. I don't. I mean, I'm not sure. I just. I just know for a fact that they're not going to win if they're. You know, Kadarius Tony and and Rasheed Rice and you know all these guys are just dropping wide open passes and stuff like that's not going to work. So we'll see what happens on that front. Um, but yeah, I, I'm picking the Bills to win this game. I just don't think Kansas City got it. You know, Patrick Holmes away from Arrowhead in the playoffs. I don't know about that. It really helps to be at home. You know, and I think Josh Allen and the Bills are going to take that win and play the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. So that's my pick for the divisional round weekend. Uh, So switching to other gears, though, it it news around the league. Of course, you know, the Bill Belichick's, uh, you know, head coaching uh, searching cycle has continued. Uh, he's been talking with a lot of teams, most notably though the Falcons have interviewed him. Uh, you know, and nothing, no, nothing is imminent as far as hiring, but you know, there's mutual interest reportedly on both sides, according to various sources close to the to the team. I don't want Bill Belichick here coaching. Uh, I mean, at most he's going to coach like three years. We need somebody who's going to come in, like you know, and develop a develop a you know a plan, you know, longevity wise. Like I want a guy like Ben Johnson or. Somebody like that, right? You know, uh, somebody to come in and coach. You know, that that's young, young coach, offensive coach. He knows how to use his weapons and everything like that. Bill, while well, all the respect to him, one of the greatest to ever do it at the coaching, you know, the head coach position, uh, one in six or roles. But still, I don't want him here. So that's that's my thing. Um, so yeah, Saints have also fired offensive corner Pete Carmichael. Um, you know, uh, and and a few other assistant coaches as well. Uh, I thought they were going to fire Dennis Allen. Uh, they should, you know, considering just how the team has just been performing since he took over as head coach. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So, uh, yeah, other than that, guys, I mean, you know, Chargers have interviewed Jim Harbaugh as well. You know, we all know he's not leaving Michigan. So, um, you know, we do this every single year. Like, he interviews with the team. It's like, oh, Harbaugh's going to go coach the NFL. And then he, like, comes back to Michigan and, you know, it's a big cycle. I don't think he's going to – I don't really don't think he's going to leave Michigan. I could be wrong, but from where I see things right now, it just doesn't seem likely that he's going to to head to the NFL coach. So uh, that's just my whole take on that. But, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, it be interesting. This has been a great playoffs. I mean, like I said, I've, it's been interesting, you know, to see these different teams get in it, see teams like the Texans and the Packers win a playoff game. You know, and it's always a joy to, you know, to see to Dallas just choke and fold like they, every year. It's just it's music to my ears. I, I love seeing it. Wonderful sight. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a great playoff so far. Hopefully it continues. But thank you guys again for tuning into the episode, you know, checking us out here on YouTube. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, all these other podcast platforms that you get your episodes from we're on there check us out search us up follow us on twitter at jace with down pod and instagram as well same thing jace with down pod uh, and you know make sure you do that there and and also subscribe to our channel here 
uh, yeah, subscribe to the channel here. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Give me your predictions for the divisional round matchups. You know, any other thoughts that you guys have, like, you know, um, where should Bill Belichick land to be the head coach at? What other team should he, what uh, is his next team that he, he's going to coach? Let me know what you think in the comments. And um, we'll see you next time with Jason Down. Thank you.